Hello. I forwarded a chain letter to five friends, but stuff still happened. So what's up? It's not so quality control. Uh, whoops. Remember just a few weeks ago when there was that 737 Max that had a door just blow off the side of the plane while it was flying? Yeah, that thing that should never happen. Well, Boeing went back and took a look and one of their suppliers reported that there were 50 more undelivered planes with quote, misdrilled holes, 50 of them. Misdrilled holes on an airplane. Ah! This is some late stage capitalism bullshit. There are basically two companies, Airbus and Boeing for commercial airliners. And Boeing is producing planes that just come apart. Cool. Why have safety regulations when you can instead by the people who make regulation. Why have competition when you can instead just monopolize? Sorry, duopolize. Sorry, sorry, totally not a duopoly. Totally, there's a lot of nuance. There's a whole lot of stuff. It's not just two companies. Speaking of effective monopolies, Disney has invested $1.5 billion into Epic Games, the creators of Fortnite. This gets Disney an equity stake in the gaming company which means that they have influence over decision-making. Presumably Disney wants to do, first of all, a whole lot more just putting Disney characters into Fortnite, but most likely they're looking at trying to bring in Epic to do more like interactive experience. That's what their marketing team wants you to think of it. Think of it as an interactive experience. Jesus Christ. I want to just point out that every experience is interactive. That's what an experience is. Anyway, um, yeah, think of it this way though. You know how Fortnite is like a game, but also a social hub and sometimes a concert venue? I think that's what Disney is after here. This is a big deal and possibly the first step towards Disney ultimately wanting to buy Epic and bring them in as their like live services game development thing. But that's just speculation. I wanna be clear, that's just, that's just speculation. Let's talk about John Fetterman, cause I'm not surprised, but I am mad. John Fetterman is a freshman US Senator from Pennsylvania. And while he was on the campaign trail, he was painting himself as a progressive. He even got endorsements from AOC and all of them. And then he went on to go up against Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. Anyway, he beat Dr. Oz and now he's a Senator. And since becoming a senator, he's just basically a normalized Democrat, which is to say center-right at best. On the campaign trail, he talked about needing healthcare reform, foreign policy reform, criminal justice reform, all of this stuff, very thoughtful, progressive ideas. And now that he's in the Senate, he's like, I love Israel. And then he's like, there's a crisis at the border. And like, yeah, ha ha, he started off from making Republicans mad by wearing shorts on the Senate floor, but, now he's just helping to fund a genocide. And it's not like he's unique in that. Most Democrats are helping to fund a genocide. That's what they do. And all of the Republicans too, just to be clear. It's not, the Republicans don't get to get a free pass on this one, nor on any of them. I, they've, they're never getting a pass. But in terms of accountability, John Fetterman was like, hey y'all, I'm a new kind of guy. And then he gets into office and he's the old kind of guy. Like, let me put it this way. His wife was an undocumented migrant. And now he's like, there's a migrant crisis. All these undocumented migrants coming into this country that should be able to take care of them. Isn't it weird how we don't have room for migrants, but we have the most aircraft carriers of any country and one of the few countries that have aircraft carriers and one of the few countries that have foreign military bases. What's up with that? But uh, no, can't, um, can't feed the hungry, sorry. A rich person did a bad thing and people 
have acknowledged it. All right, look, I collect articles over a few days and then write about them all at once. When I got this article in my inbox, this was more breaking, but now literally everyone's already talking about it. So let's talk about Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift made some music that one time and people like her for it, but now she's getting in some heat because she's following in the footsteps of Elon Musk. She has sent a cease and desist to Jack Sweeney, the teenager who has social media accounts publishing the flight records for private jets. Now up front, I wanna be super, super clear. He's not publishing any private information. He's taking highly available public information, like easily available public information, and then just reformatting it and publishing it to social media. It's, it's not hidden info. This is an entire hobby, flight tracking, is an entire hobby. It's not some small niche thing. But Elon Musk and now Taylor Swift have both attempted to stop this from happening, saying it's an invasion of privacy to track their 20 minute flights that they take. They're both extra mad because his flight tracker also publishes how much carbon emissions they make. And so these very rich people get upset because people might start thinking that they're not actually all that great for the world because of the whole using your private jet to go to 7-Eleven for a Slurpee thing. Is it Slurpee? 7-Eleven is Slurpees, right? Or is it Icy's? I think it's Slurpees. Anyway, it's absurd. Multiple billionaires who are so rich they have their own private jets are going after some kid for talking about said private jets. It's basically impossible to ignore the outsized power differential here and how needless it is. And so even Swifties are starting to say, mm, that's kind of shitty. I mean, Tay Tay can do no wrong, but this does seem like wrong. Here's a challenge. At some point today, pull out your phone or a recording app on your computer or something and record just one minute of whatever you're thinking about. You're not gonna post this anywhere, you're just gonna hit record and start talking. I don't want you to do any planning, just whatever's on your mind. Whatever comes out, comes out. Hit stop after a minute and set yourself a reminder to go back and listen in six months. Lightning round. Citizens of Paris voted overwhelmingly to essentially triple parking fees for SUV-sized vehicles within city limits. A court of appeals has unanimously determined that Trump does not have arbitrary legal immunity forever. Uh, that's probably just gonna keep going up the courts though. King Charles has cancer. McDonald's appears to have missed their sales targets for the first time in like four years, in part due to ongoing protests. Keep it up. Another Baltimore official has been charged for crimes. This just happens weekly. This time it was uh, mortgage fraud. People are out here uh, jokingly or otherwise, stunt or otherwise, wearing an Apple Vision Pro while driving their cars. In some cases, a Tesla with autopilot. Don't do that. I get mad when I see people with headphones on while driving. Don't do that either. I don't care how good the transparency mode is. Pay attention. You're driving a car. You're driving a motor vehicle. Focus on that. Tucker Carlson is going to Russia to interview Vladimir Putin in the least surprising headline of today's stories. Wait, nope, this one's even less surprising. Nikki Haley, presidential hopeful for the Republican Party, lost to none of the above on the Nevada primary. Fucking hurts, dog. Like, straight up yikes, bro. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Stuff Keeps Happening. Head to stuffkeepshappening.online for sources, bonus content, and a free private jet of your own. My name is Endeavorance. I'll be back on Monday. Take care and be well. Hello, dear listener. This is Endeavorance in, in post. Hello, I'm doing a post-show plug thing. I, first of all, thank you. Thank you for listening. And if you're still listening, and if you're planning to listen to the end of this, chef's kiss, you're amazing. Did you know I have another podcast called The Atlas Loom, and it has nothing to do with how terrible everything is. So it's a good change of pace. It is myself and Diana of the Rose, another amazing content creator, and we talk about world building 
for tabletop and beyond. So if you're at all interested in fantasy tabletop role-playing games like Dungeons and Dragons or writing or fiction in general, it's a fun time. It's, it's a longer form show and it's the two of us kind of going back and forth, just shooting shit about things we're excited about. So that's cool. I also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash endeavorance, and I post behind the scenes, bonus content, uh, random extra blogs, and I've got a few more projects in the old noggin for that as well. But if you like what I am doing and you want to support me, that is the most direct way, really. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support. Take care and be well.